Welcome to Coles on the Coast, the podcast where we talk about riding the waves of sustainability, preparedness, and living the small homestead life. I'm Charlie. And I'm Jessica. And today we've got a homestead happenings update for you. Um, so Jessica, what's been going on in the homestead? <laughs> well, uh, if we start with our typical livestock, our chickens, we've started getting some small green eggs. Isn't that exciting? Very small green eggs, actually. Very. See, look, I'm yawning. I'm yawning right here at the very beginning. (laughs) I've been trying to do better about it. (laughs) There I am, yawning. Yeah, they're small. They're not teeny tiny, but they're small green eggs. And we've gotten, I don't know, four or five at this point. Oh, that's more than I've I've only seen three of them. I think there's been four. I think the kids broke one right away. You've been eating them right as quick as because you pull them out and you eat them. Yeah. The last two we pulled, we actually got from the nesting box, but the first two were just on the ground. So they're figuring it out. I'm not sure who's laying them, but we're getting some now, which is good. Uh, Yesterday, we culled two of the roosters. Three of the roosters. Sorry, three. Three of the roosters. (laughs) They were the meanest ones. At least the meanest ones to us. I wouldn't say the meanest ones to the chickens, but the small one, he was pecking me every time I went out there at the point that we called him and I told Charlie he was on the chopping block too and you were were like what? Three down uh, how many more to go? I don't know it was like six Six. (laughs) we would have done more today but it was so hot today it was hot yesterday it was hot yesterday as soon as we got them things done it was like way too hot the oven was on so we got three done We've got more to do. I wish we would have gotten more done because I don't know if we'll have time until this weekend at this point. Yeah, I don't think so either. Oh, well. That's the way it goes. The worms are doing much better since you moved them under the fig tree. Have you checked out checked on them? Well, the other day when we looked at them. They were doing pretty good the other day. They were full of water, though, so I had to dump out all the... Oh. Did you do it again today because it rained the other day? No, I didn't. But the bucket on the bottom was full. Oh. So they're underneath that fig tree, so they're not getting all that rain. But as that bucket fills up on the bottom, I probably need to check them again. But Well, you're fertilizing the fig tree, I guess. Well, no. I took it and I poured it on your garden in the backyard. Oh, thank you. So it, it had a little bit of good juice on it. Well, I, you can tell me if this was a good or bad thing to do, but after we had that little bit of chicken juice in the bowl, I poured it on my garden. <laughs> was that bad? Oh, that's probably okay. That's what I thought. It was like some salt and some chicken juice and a little bit of feathers. Yeah, I don't see why that's be bad. Okay, cool. We don't have any fruit or vegetables coming out of that garden right now, so it's not like I would contaminate anything that we'd be eating with salmonella. Well, I mean, you could. <laughs> I don't think so, though. So that's our livestock right now. We don't have any other to eat. Mm-mm. We're still down to that. We keep having a conversation about where we want to go with livestock, though. Yeah. Rabbits or quail. Rabbits or quail or miniature goats. We didn't talk about goats. Although it would be nice if we could get our own milk. That'd be funny. A little miniature goat. (laughs) Can you get milk from it? I guess you can get milk from miniature goats. (laughs) I don't know either. (laughs) Anyway. We can't have goats. That's what they say. I still haven't seen a law about against it. I've looked too. I know. All right. In the context of family, our oldest daughter, she's ahead on what the national standards for math say. She can do her pluses up to, like, 11 or 12. 
She's really like second grade math. Almost. No, first grade. She she would she's technically supposed to be going in first grade anyway, I guess. So she's up to first grade level, yeah. or she's excelling at first grade level. She's like started first grade math, in the context of the national standards, but. There are some things that we need, like the particular curriculum that I've chosen to try with her first. There are things that I need to teach her inside of that, but I don't think it'll take long. It'll be like kind of introducing it really fast and moving through really quickly because she has some of the basic concepts of addition and things already down. And what's interesting is I haven't actually done it. I don't know that I've shown her on paper how to do sums, but she, the other day she wrote down in her notebook 11 plus 11 equals 22. And, like, she was trying to explain to me and my grandmother how she came to that conclusion. And I was just, like, thrilled with the fact she had figured out how to do that because I don't think I've shown her. Maybe I have, and I don't remember. Maybe she's watched us add things together. But that's... She did it. She did, like, the side-by-side, like, the landscape writing Mm -hmm. of it. But, anyway, it was really interesting. She's also done a violin camp, so she spent an entire week at camp. It was like three or four hours a day for five days. I was super proud of her for finishing that. So I don't think I put anything down for Joe. Is there anything that you can think of? Mm, Not anything in particular. I don't know if it's new. He's making eggs on his own. He always likes to cook something. He does. He likes to be involved in the kitchen, in the forefront. He can't be just beside me. He has to be in front of the stove or in front of what I'm chopping. He's almost a Pokemon expert. They love Pokemon. That is hilarious. Whenever they have that, which Pokemon is it where they show the silhouette? He can name every single one of them. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's been... Like, just a couple days watching it. Yeah, I, I didn't used to let them watch TV during the day, but with... The air conditioner issues we had a few months ago, we brought the TV inside so that I could get them to do something and not be under my feet all day. And I just haven't taken it out with it still being so hot. And so that's one of the things they get to do is watch Pokemon after a little while, and they've enjoyed that. So I don't know if that's good or not. But our second son, he's starting to be more vocal about his body. And what I mean by that is... Like, he'll tell me that his tummy hurts now, but (laughs) I think it all stems from the fact that he had had, um, we went through the stomach bug. Mm Mm-hmm. Twice. Twice. Well, it wasn't twice. It's just the whole family did it at different times. Well, he did the the tummy hurting one day. Oh, you're right. You're right. He did it twice. He did it twice. Then, like, two weeks. And so, (laughs) he got to where he would be sitting at the table, and then he'd go, my tummy hurts. I need to spit up. And then he would, like, try to vomit. <laughs> it might be too much information. And I don't think it's that. I think it's, like, his body, just like his digestion moving or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited because he had never said anything like that or, like, shown any acknowledgement of his bodily functions at all. So I feel like we're one step closer to potty training with him, which yeah, is nice. Especially with his intolerance. He's able to explain when stuff hurts or not, then that's a lot better. Yeah, it's a lot easier. So hopefully that that just makes things easier around here. Maybe we'll see. 
Um, our youngest, she's cutting a ton of teeth right now. Yesterday, she had one, no, two, two days ago, she had like a molar or a premolar bro- breakthrough. I guess it's a premolar. Probably premolar. But that broke through, and I know that had to hurt. And then the next day, a little eye tooth came through. And then today, another eye tooth broke through. And you can feel all these bumps in her mouth, like, under the skin. So I feel like the next month is going to be so challenging with her. I've actually had to give in and give her some ibuprofen some nights to help her sleep better because she was waking up three times a night. And her mama needs some rest. It's been a little bit rough. But she's doing well other than that. Just it's caused her to be a lot more fussy and a lot more like hanging on to mama. So hopefully we'll, I know we'll make it through, but it's just getting used to it. I did buy some homeopathic stuff with calendula oil in it today. Hopefully that helps, but we'll see. As for me, my lessons are vamping up. I've got a pretty full schedule in Fair Hopes. In Fair Hopes. <laughs> For my Fairhope day, I've got a lot of lessons. And then my home lessons, I could always have more in Foley. I don't know why it's so slow to get lessons done here. No one wants to drive, and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of people that do. That, well, I don't know. It seems like there's always people around here that want lessons. Yeah. It, but, well, it's interesting because my violin lessons, they don't live in Foley. Like the ones that I've been getting. Like I'll get them from Orange Beach. I'll get them from Gulf Shores. I'll get them from Robert Stell, but the child also goes to school in Gulf Shores. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know what it is with the Foley people, but I haven't gotten anybody yet. If you're listening and you're from Foley, hit me up if you want lessons. So I'd, I'd like to build my at-home studio to be a little larger, but we'll see. I'm saying that a lot today. Well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, what about you? Well, I'm going back to days. So I'll be working in the afternoons doing my small engines rather than in the mornings. And I don't know, that's pretty much it. I've had people bring me small engine stuff pretty consistently for the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. Got I get about two or three a week now, or two a week, seems like. Yeah. You have another one to work on this week, don't you? I've got one that i got to buy parts for. Okay. Well, me and the kids, we went to the beach this past week with a friend. That was actually a lot of fun. We were a little nervous about going in the summer. If you're from here, well, I guess I can't be so general. But in my in, in my um, family and friends, being from here, we never go to the beach in the summer. At least not, no, we just don't go in the summer. We wait until school started back. Or whatnot, and we might go. And if we do go, it's probably because somebody from out of state or out of the country is coming to visit, and we go to the beach. It's not something that I grew up going to the beach during the summer multiple times or anything. So, but it turned out really good. We went with our friend and met up there. We were there by eight forty, and played on the beach a little while, and then we went to the hangout and played in the soap suds. Did you know they have a soap? No, I didn't. I thought you said they had a sand pit. They have a sand pit with like one of those big what are, what are those things called the the irrigation things for the ditches, 
It's like a correlated... A culvert? Yeah, like the big black... Yeah, a culvert. Culverts. They have one of those, and it's like buried in sand, and the kids can play in it and in the sand. They love it. But they also apparently have like a... Is that a foamer or a sudzer? And apparently every hour on the hour, it blows out these soap suds for the kids to play in. Yeah. So, woohoo, they go play in that and then go play in the Ugh. sand. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the food's overpriced, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. You can get a bushwhacker if you want to. There's Jessica's review of the Hangout. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. You know, but the interesting thing is, they wouldn't have made us feel like we had to buy anything. Because you say you want to go out to the back to play in the sand, and they're like, okay, go on back. And you just walk back there, and they don't serve you out there. If you sit on the porch, you do get served. But if you're sitting out there, like at the picnic tables, they don't serve you out there. You have to go to the bar to order. So you just go up there if you want to. They didn't make us feel like we had to get anything. So we'll probably go back at some point. But the particular friend we like to go there with is about to start school. So I don't know how often it'll happen. Next up, finances. We kind of talked about Charlie's business and mine already, but we've been working a lot extra for different reasons. One being that we really want to hit Charlie's student loans and get the high interest loans done before we have to start payments. Yep. And with that personal loan from a family member that helped us out with our air conditioner, we're tr- we've been trying to work for that debt off as well. So... We've been working a ton. We've been managing an Airbnb, and for reasons we won't go into details, it got very complicated and a lot of extra work with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, a lot. A extra. lot of extra work. And so we're glad. I think, I think we're to the point that maybe that'll settle down a little bit more because there's not as many bookings, and the issue, I think, has been resolved at this point. But yeah. We'll see. <laughs> there is it. There it is again. We'll see. We'll see. So, yeah, that's where we're at with finances. It's still tight, but that's okay. We can we can make do. We've been making it for two years like this now. Yeah. It, it's a little better. I bought bacon the other day at the store. That's a big thing. Yeah, you did. I, I mean, I got it on sale, but I did buy bacon. <laughs> That that was not necessarily money. I'm trying to go more meat based. I've been saying that I'm on the verge of going carnivore, and the only thing that stops me is the fact that we go to eat at my grandmother's house on Sundays, and when we go to church functions, that's not meat based. And so, and I don't like to say no. <laughs> I don't know, and the kids like. Adelaide does not like eggs for in the morning for breakfast, and that's a main food group around here. So I still do oatmeal Tuesdays, and oatmeal pancake Thursdays is kind of a new thing with the leftover oatmeal. But I'm going to be trying to add in, like, a sausage or bacon when I can for breakfast. That's good. So my goal is to buy a half a pig. That's what I really want to do. A half or a whole pig? A whole pig would be even better. But I think we would have to have, like, a whole nother freezer if we're going to go a whole pig. But I'm like, if if we can hit your debt real hard, real fast, 
then I can save up for that half a pig and get it sooner rather than later and then extend the life of our cow because we're we've been hitting the cow pretty hard too we are down to like maybe 63 packages of ground beef at this point and we've only had the cow since april april yeah pretty interesting oh well i mean we bought it to eat and that's what been doing oh yeah i mean i'm not regretting it at all it's just when you are cooking i don't know 90 percent Oh, did catch back? Oh, are we good? I think okay. so. Okay. Sorry, guys. So I've been kind of looking and trying to buy things on sale a little bit at the store as I can, especially with meat. So I think I'm going to keep doing that, but trying to pack away some money to try to get that pig if I can. So it'll be healthier meat because, you know, if we're being honest, the pigs and the chickens that you buy at the store are not as healthy as some that are locally sourced and fed well. So, our garden. How does our garden? It's pause for the summer. Yeah, it's basically. It's gotten to that grass. point that everybody's garden does. Like I noticed the other day when we went to go pick up milk, their garden's kind of in that same state. Or like it's just kind of gotten to that point to where it's too hot to go outside and mess with it. <laughs> but like your pepper plants are still making stuff. Yeah. The eggplants are still making a little bit. Sort of. But it's They'd been, probably do better if we would put some of that fertilizer on If them. we'd water them, too. <laughs> if we'd water them. Well, our watering system wasn't working anymore, either. The sprinkler, the way that we set it up, it really wasn't hitting them well anymore. And it, Especially with the grass grown so high. It's just so hot. It's so hot. The water doesn't do anything. It just hits the plants and evaporates. Yeah, it's just so hot. It's hard to want to do anything out there. And we probably should have prepped for a fall garden... But again, it's hot, and we've been trying, we've been working so much extra, so... Yeah, we hadn't had a chance to, like, I was, I've been so close to cleaning my workshop out and getting it finished, and I haven't had any time the last week to finish it up. Oh, you're almost there. But it's, it's better than it was. Yes, it is better than it was. You can walk in there. That's great. And the muscadines have been turning right. Yeah. That's a, it's the best time of the year when the muscadines are ripe. We've picked three times now we've harvested from the muscadines. And I think you got a ton today, didn't you? No, I didn't. I just got a, one of those, well, I mean, I got a big bowl, but I was picking mainly just the real ripe ones. Okay. There was a lot of really good ripe ones, though. And we haven't been picking the other side of the fence, either. Yeah. I mean, I kind of reached over there and grabbed some, but most of them, it's just right here on this side of the fence, and it's a ton of them. Yeah, it's a bunch. So we'll be making jelly. If any family or friends want to buy some muscadine jelly, we'll be selling it again coming pretty soon. And that'll help fund our homestead stuff. I think that's what we're using that money for, right? To go towards the homestead stuff? We've been using it to buy more jars to do canning stuff with. That's true. But we're, I think we're to the point we don't have to buy more jars at this point. Now we need to buy tattler lids. That would be nice. So we don't have to worry about buying extra lids. That would be nice. But it would also be nice to do black soldier flies. That's going to take a little bit of expense to start. Yeah, I still don't understand where to get the black soldier flies from. I don't either. Have you looked it up? No. If anybody knows about black soldier flies, 
let us know. Some people are like, I accidentally got black soldier flies in my compost bin or my worm bin. And I'm like, where did I, I don't even know what they are. I don't know if they're from here. Maybe they're just other places. I don't know. It's confusing to me. But we're going to be looking into that because I want black soldier flies so we can have the larvae to feed the chickens because that would be a free resource to feeding the chickens because currently we are spending about $35 a month-ish in chicken feed. Now when we kill the rest of the roosters and they are in the freezer, it will go down some more. But I want to go back down to like every other month buying feed or even less would be great. So your quick Google search has you saying what? Nothing yet. <laughs> so this, our minivan, we finally took it back to the transmission place. Have no word on it yet, but we're hoping that it'll run. I don't know. Or it won't. I don't know what to do about the transmission in the van my uncle said it needed a new transmission. It was acting up on me, but the whole ride to Spanish Fort, it was completely fine for Charlie. So if it's running, if they can't find anything wrong with it, then he'll probably start driving it to work so he's not sweating driving back and forth to work. I'll drive it to work until it breaks down. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best thing to do, but it makes more sense than it's sitting in our front yard. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand what... I don't understand it. The van? Yeah. I don't either. The last time I drove it with you all the children... In Fairhope. It's just Fairhope. I it's think that's all Fairhope. it is. Fairhope's cursed It acted for some like it was going to shut off. Like, it was a hard gear change for every gear. Like, second, third, and fourth. See, that And usually it's just, what, third gear that gives us a hard time? Yeah, that's what can that's what's confusing to me because we drove it all the way from Foley to the Spanish Fort. I mean, I did drive it a direction that was mainly the highway, so I was going 55 miles an hour most of the way. Yeah, and I but started stopping. But we we turned and went down the road next to Bucky's and went 45 miles an hour, and then we had to go. We had to stop at the traffic with the um, the one lane road and go slow there like but it didn't do anything wrong it may have hesitated to go into the gear at one point but i just whenever i'm driving a car like that with those automatic transmissions i usually just shift with my foot right so i don't just slam on it and just go through all the gears like i'll just i'll give it enough to get through the gear and then give it some more and to get through the gear and give it some more to get through the gear oh, okay you kind of baby a little bit yeah well, I don't know that I was doing that. But I don't remember being hard on it. Like, I wasn't just slamming on it. You drive it with a lead foot. I mean, I was just driving. I was I was turning onto 181 from 32. And with every gear chain change, it acted like it wanted to stall the van out. And then it would, like, hit hard to go into the gear when it finally would. Yeah, I don't know. It was so scary. I ended up calling my mom to make sure that she could come save me if it broke down. And that's when I decided I can't drive it with the kids in it anymore. Because if I did break down, there are very few people that have enough seats in their car to get us all At least if it back. broke down, I could just crank it up and wait with the air conditioner running until rescue showed up. But you're in Mobile. I could still crank it up and sit there idle with the air conditioner oh, running. Oh, you mean if you were driving it? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
We're considering AAA because of all this. <laughs> well, the, 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 yeah. I don't know. The insurance only carries it 35 miles. And then AAA will only pay to take it to where your mechanic is. I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, they only take it. They'll take it three miles from the location, yeah. or they'll take it back to where it was last repaired. Yeah, something like that. It's kind of weird. I don't remember there being any stipulations like that when we had it when I was young, but I guess I wasn't, like, paying attention to it either. That's why I think there's multiple different... There probably are. different levels, levels that you yeah. can purchase, and they offer you that cheap one for a lot less to probably. get you in the door. Because I think my dad did, like, the premium one or something, and we used it several times. Anyway, in the kitchen, I don't... I don't know if I've done anything extremely different. I've learned how to make the leftover oatmeal pancakes, which Charlie liked, better than my sourdough pancakes. You learned how to sneak liver into all the food we've been eating. Yep. I learned how to sneak liver. It's not a lot of liver. It's not even 10% liver. It's a little taste. It's just a little bit. And I think it actually enhances the flavor a little bit. I couldn't taste it. I still ate my spaghetti, but whatever. <laughs> I'm really just sneaking in. It's maybe a tablespoon of blended liver into taco mix and spaghetti. You've been putting in the tacos like too. It's been my goal. I forgot the oh. last time I made it. Were you about to get mad at me? I was. You've been sneaking it in on me. What would it matter? Vitamin A. Vitamin A and other nutrients that right now I don't remember. Speaking of vitamin A, how about vitamin chocolate? What about vitamin chocolate? I figured out how to make brownies better. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I started adding a tablespoon of avocado oil to my brownie recipe. Oh, yeah. And make some fudgy and good. (laughs) (laughs) So if you ever have a brownie recipe that's like a little bit too cakey, add a tablespoon of oil to it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it'll make it a whole lot fudgier. Yep. And if you care about your body, don't use seed oil. Use avocado oil, which I guess is a seed oil in and of itself, but... I don't know where avocado oil comes from. They say it's better for you. Is it from the seed or is it from the fruit? I don't know. Another thing to look up. Man. There's always something to learn, isn't there? There's always something. Always something. Well, I think that's all I've got. I think that's all I've got. I mean, I don't know. The pulp of the avocado. Okay. That's the fruit, right? I guess, yeah. Okay. So I guess that's what makes it better than some of the others. I don't, I don't know. Pressed from the flesh of the fruit, not the seed or the skin. Not considered necessarily a seed oil. I see. Mm. Okay, cool. Alright. But it's a water-intensive monocrop, though. Ah. I don't know. It's tasty. I like my avocados. Eventually they'll go extinct and we're going to get to eat them. So, we're going to enjoy them while we can. <laughs> um, do we need to do our little outro now? Yep. So, if you enjoy what you listen to here, and you like to know what we're doing on the homestead, you can support us by visiting us at com and um, clicking on our Buy Me a Coffee widget down in the bottom right-hand corner. You can buy a coffee at $5 per coffee. Or you can follow the link to our Buy Me a Coffee profile and support wish list items directly. Um, 
you can also call Charlie Small Engines. I'm a mobile small engine repair mechanic. I can come, and, and it works either way. I can come to you, or you can bring your stuff to me. I don't care. Just know that I charge a fee to come to you, and I can get you squared away. Yep. You can call me for violin violas and Call who? Jessica. Thank you. Cole. Information's on the website. Is it? Well, no, I guess it's not. The contact page on the website you can send to us, and then we can parse through the emails. Anyway, yeah. Just make sure it says, you know, small engine repair or violin lessons. Yep. What's funny is, though, we've had several... We've had one person contact us through our podcast Facebook page asking if we did small engine repair. Yep. Which I think is funny because... I know who it was that recommended us, but I think it's funny that she recommended it through the podcast. I think it's awesome. I just think it's funny. <laughs> you can follow us on Noster Instagram or Facebook. Although I'll be honest, I was posting more on Noster, and I still would be, but my particular client that I have downloaded isn't working for me currently. The good thing about Noster is that when one client doesn't work, you can use another, but I didn't know my private key. To get into another client, so it wasn't very helpful this time. But I'm about to get that fixed and have another option or two on my phone. Yep. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, you can go to Etsy, Speed Limit 26 Goods on Etsy. It's our shop. You can buy chicken-themed shirts. You can buy Coles on the Coast-themed shirts. You can order laser-engraved signs. Yep. Which we only have one design on there right now, but... We can do whatever you, you want. If you wanted to, like, click on it and then say, hey, you know, like, send us a message and say, hey, I want this design, we could fix yet one that's that's got a design fee associated with it, too, so that you've got the price for doing the work and then you've got a price for coming up with your design. There you go. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's it. All right, everybody, have a good week.